When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone listening. Tuesday, the 23rd of January, 2024. Even looking at that number looks a little strange to me, but we are in 2024. Good morning to those of you listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney as we fill in the chairs for Vossie and Brandy. And for the first hour, welcoming everyone listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy. Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. And of course, everyone else listening across the SEN network, good morning to you. There is so much sport to get through this morning. I have Jaleesa Apps with me, Trent Copeland in the chair this morning alongside Jaleesa. There is so much to talk about that's happened in the last 24 hours. I cannot wait. Whoa, what is doing with my computer? There's a bit going on over there, <laughs> is there? There's a bit going on. Here we go. Yes, yes. Good morning, Copes. How are you? Yeah, I'm going well. Um, you? Uh, good. I actually had some sleep last night, which is good. Sorry to the listeners for yesterday's show. No, it's always <laughs> enjoyable when you're running on fumes and uh, other people, you, you then also have to sit in a broadcast environment where everyone yeah. gets to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, there was some interesting discussions yesterday morning. Yeah. Let's all move on. Yep. Okay. Let's move let's past move that. Let's move to a better show. Yeah. We have Josh Brown's unbelievable innings from the Big Bash last night and the Brisbane Heat progressing through to the final against the Sydney Sixers. We'll talk about that today. We'll also have Jordan Silk from the Sixers on the show ahead of tomorrow's BBL final. Uh, Glenn Maxwell has had a boozy night out, which we need to delve into. Yeah. That's always fun to explore. Uh, we had a scare through Broncos camp. We've got uh, an interesting story coming up with Nick Dunlap from the PGA Tour and being an amateur winning a tournament with no prize money on offer. So second place gets that money. That's yeah. pretty well, that's wild. That's what happens when you're an amateur and you win golf tournaments. At all. That's the, I mean, you get, the thing is he gets a bit out of it because he now gets to play in all the majors. So, and he gets to go on the PGA Tour. So it's like an automatic ticket in now that he's won that. Yeah. But when you're an amateur and you win those golf tournaments, you don't get the money. Yeah. I don't, I want the money. Yeah. Let's flip that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because often, you know, amateurs have, or people trying to make their way are losing out money big time yeah. until they actually crack yeah. it. So, And then it's cruel. You're like, well done on winning this log. You don't get nothing. Second place must be just going like, okay, mate, good on you. Yeah. Well done on that win. I'd give him some. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Big Bash final tomorrow night, we've got double passes to give away during the show. So listen out through the morning. We're going to have a few questions. We'll get some callers coming in. Uh, that number 1300 01 1170 is the open line and 0457 736 736, the Edgewater Homes text line. Uh, as far as the Big Bash, the Brisbane Heat, which for those of you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy, last night would have been unbelievable. But even to the average cricket fan, Josh Brown's knock of 140 from 57 balls last night Broke the record for the most sixes in an innings in the competition's history. And it reminded me a lot of Craig Simmons way back when, when he did it for the Perth Scorchers. But let's just, before we discuss it, let's take a listen to Mark Braybrook on SEN last night. 
Thornton bowls and in the air that is slapped with disdain deep mid wicket by Brown at his best. So Baisley now bowling from the southern end to Brown pitched up and picked up and put on the top deck again. As he bowls again Pope drags it down hit high wide and handsome again by Brown it's almost out of the ground. So short round the wicket from the southern end on the stumps into the air over the fence again. Boyce bowls again from the northern end. A little bit flatter, shorter, and it's six more. Brown has put it into the dugout. Quicker, flatter, and he's just picked it up over cover for six. Just wide of long off, and it's gone all the way for six. Payne to Brown, up in the air. Who wants to catch that? The keeper's calling for it. It's a really tough one. Nielsen under it. That's some sort of catch to end some sort of innings. He ran back to almost the boundary. The ball went that high, went out of our view. And what a way for the innings to come to an end. An innings that those are here at Carrara will never forget. So that's Mark Braybrook on SEN calling Josh Brown's unbelievable innings. Uh, what did wow, you think of that? Amazing. I'm learning it for the first time now because <laughs> given I had no sleep, uh, I wasn't watching that. Chose um, a good one to miss. I went to, yeah, jeez. <laughs> Didn't I pick that well? Uh, watched, I've watched the most boring games at times, and then yeah. I miss the really good ones. But although I have to say there has been a lot of really good games lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, but cool. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds, sounds like a ripping innings that I need to watch. Well, one of the good news stories out of, and I was tweeting last night, that I think this is what the Big Bash is all about. It's, it's yes, the inclusion of overseas superstars, mm-hmm. but it's also our – progression from Premier Cricket, where Josh Brown dominated the KFC T20 Max competition up in Brisbane, where they then rewarded with a contract. And he's just playing old-fashioned grade cricket at the top level. It's it's magic to watch, to be honest. Uh, Spencer Johnson, left arm, fast bowler, who started to play for Australia in recent times. He took three for 20 and Nathan McSweeney Three for three. So the Brisbane Heat now travel to Sydney to take on the Sixers in the BBL final on Wednesday at the SCG. So it's the Big Bash final that many predicted after injuries to the Scorchers. uh, And if in the event that the Strikers made it through, that Matt Short didn't score runs and score big during the final series. I think we got the final that many will have wanted to see. Yes. Um, I was hoping the Strikers uh, would win just because I'm a Sixers fan. I was <laughs> hoping that the – I mean, I'm a Sixers fan in this scenario. I'm actually a Thunder fan, but they didn't give me much to cheer about this no. season. Um, I am just – at the start of the Big Bash, I would not have thought the Sixers would have been in the final. I just looked at the roster and thought, oh, they're getting a bit – getting on a bit. And we've probably said that in the last few years. Yeah. They keep getting good, though, and they keep staying good. Yeah. Well, Stephen O'Keefe is the example, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Another cricket story. Uh, There's plenty to talk about this morning, but we have to talk about this. Glenn Maxwell, uh, Cricket Australia, says his omission from the ODI squad has nothing to do with the revelations he was hospitalised following a boozy late night in Adelaide last week. He recently fell off, how's this for a resume, fell off a golf cart during the ODI World Cup in India, mm-hmm. and 12 months ago broke his leg during a mishap at a friend's birthday party. So we don't know why he – all we know about the hospitalisation was that he wasn't in overnight, right? Yeah, so, and it was after a six-and-out uh, 
gig yeah, in is, Adelaide yeah. after the test? Um, well, first of all, I hope he's okay because yeah. you don't go to hospital because you're okay, do you? No. But does he maybe need like a someone with him? Like he's had some <laughs> awful luck. Does he need some support on a night yeah, out? Yeah, does he need like just someone following around going, ooh, that golf cart. I mm. don't know. That dance floor. Mm, mm. Looks a bit slippery, you know? Um, maybe RSA, you know, <laughs> at, right. the, at the point where he gets to a certain number of um, beverages. Interesting the, the take that it, di- it didn't have effect on the ODI. No, look, I'll speak from experience there and say that, you know, I don't, not my personal experience having been hospitalized, I say, but I just mean us. in terms of how this process would work, that was done well in advance of this happening. So I think there comes a point where majority of people who have seen Glenn Maxwell's last 12 months, including a World Cup, IPLs, all sorts of stuff, and saw his performances during the Big Bash at times, they were very good. So I don't think it's anything other than just take a chill um, and make sure that you're fresh for okay. other times. But still, you can't <laughs> you can't ignore the fact that there are these things happening. Um, yeah. And still a massive story. Uh, so there's plenty to talk about in the world of cricket. We've got some interesting stories, though, happening. Uh, there was some online yesterday, Jaleesa, and we're not talking sport necessarily all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a number plate story here. Go on. I, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. So the headline, Australia's most expensive number plate for sale at auction. It's called dubbed a unicorn okay. because of how rare it is. Australia's most in-demand number plate has come up for sale, but its auction price has soared past $10 million. $10 million. New South Wales registration plate number one. So it has a New South Wales and a number one black and white number plate is one of the most expensive number plates in the world. Cool. Like, doesn't get me excited. Like, (laughs) do we care about... Do you have personalized number plates? No. I, yeah, you are talking to the wrong guy. Uh, I, I uh, spend z- less than zero time on what number plates drive past me. I couldn't even tell you my own. Right yeah, I, cu- I couldn't tell you my own number plate either. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I hope the footballers are listening this morning because this is a little tip oh, here we go. for you all. Here's a little tip. Don't get personalized number plates if you don't want a camera to find you. Ah, so the stakeout. Trick. If you are being staked out and you have your number plate, particularly if you have a very unusual name, if someone's staking me out and I've got my number plate as Jaleesa, gee, it's easy <laughs> to find. Do you know what I mean? So don't have your, if you are a player or a notorious person or like, you know, someone famous, don't have personalized number plates. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, do for our sake, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it's so easy to find you. If you're wanting any sort of anonymity, maybe that's not the way to go. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I found that a fascinating story. 10 million bucks. I'm not sure you could get me to pay a hundred for it. But anyway, I, there's I obviously could, a market for it. I couldn't care less. <laughs> the Camry is fine how it is. Yeah. That's the other thing. Uh, cars just aren't my thing. They're either. not your thing? No. I well, could, I like cars, but it's not like it's something that I'm outwardly chasing. Like I, I have to have this. Less. Yeah, me if too. If I won the Powerball tomorrow, I'm driving the Camry still. I could not care less. Love that from you. Love yeah. that. It just authentic, Jaleesa. I just, what is the point? Like mm. I get some people are into it. If it's your thing, it's your thing. But like, it's mm. just, a, it's getting me around. That's it. 
tell us, do you have a personalised number plate? 0457 736 736. And what is it? And what was the story behind it? Yeah, what is it so we can find you? Well, more the, <laughs> what, like, what leads you to the decision? You know, are you out there chasing like a specific word or do you throw in a number? Yeah. Oh, I guess m- some people get it for like their, I, I know like some parents when they give their kids like a, you know, car for their 16th or 18th or whatever. Yeah. And not necessarily the best car. Sometimes they get like a hit. They give them personalized number plates. It's kind of cool if you keep the same number plate your whole life. That's true. That's true. Uh, we did speak about it briefly in the golf. Nick Dunlap, he's become the first amateur since Phil Mickelson in 1991 to win a PGA Tour title at the American Express Tournament in California. And as you were saying, Jaleesa, $1.51 million US is the prize for the winner of this tournament. But the amateur, Nick Dunlap, is not eligible. Mm. So the runner-up gets that prize packet. So just... Think about that scenario now while you listen to Nick Dunlap talking after the win. I told Hunter that, that we hadn't faced uh, much adversity yet and, and uh, you know, hitting that ball in the water on seven and it, it tested everything I had. You know, I missed missed a couple putts that I thought I was going to make and um, just kind of like uh, my sports psychologist, Brett McCabe, it's, I went over a, a scenario for today probably a million times and it it's never going to go how you plan and, and it didn't and I'm so happy to be standing here. So there's still the prestige and the, you know, getting over the hurdle for winning your first title. And no doubt that's accelerating the path to winning a lot of money on tour. Mm. (laughs) But you can't hide the fact that sitting in the bar, you know, with your team and your sports psych that you just talked to, sports psych's got some work to do because that's 1.5 million that's not there. I mean, he'll, I guess he'll go on and, um, uh, we've got actually Port Macquarie Pearl making this point. Don't worry, J.A. They say that young golfer's win yesterday is worth at least five times the prize money to him in sponsorship deals as soon as he turns professional, which he'll probably do immediately. Money doesn't buy happiness. If it does buy you the big boat, you sail right up next to it on. Yeah. I'd, it's, it, I get the point there, Port Macquarie Pearl, and I guess you can't quantify it until that happens. Yeah. But, man, it'd sting. <laughs> it's sting, sting knowing the possibilities. Uh, um, I mean, he's got a good last name for sponsorship, like Dunlap Dunlop. Oh, yeah. Mm. You could be in marketing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. My next move. <laughs> We've got plenty of texts rolling in on the Edgewater Homes text line. 0457 736 736 is the text number. Edgewater Homes mortgage fund up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. But we'd also love to hear from you. The phone's... And open line are available. Give us a buzz on 1300 01 1170. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Here comes that pressure. Mayfield in the middle. Intercepted. It's Derek Barnes. It's off to San Francisco for the Lions. So that's the Lions defeating the Buccaneers 31-23 yesterday in the NFL to make their first NFC Championship game since 1991. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Now, the NFL, Jaleesa, I'm clearly a big fan. Yeah. Maybe not so much, no, but the <laughs> the Buccaneers have had a really good season and I think Coach Todd Bowles and... Baker Mayfield, who had been written off in his career as okay. you know number one draft pick for the Cleveland Browns, was written off. 
played at a few different franchises, then he lands at the Bucks and makes a real success of it. That's one story. I think you can lock in an extension to Baker Mayfield. But the Lions fans, last week we discussed it, that they hadn't won a playoff game in so long. Mm. There was fans in the stands crying during their first playoff win last week. Mm. They now progress and they take on the 49ers next week. Mm. Uh, essentially to get into the Super Bowl, it's, it's an amazing story. But I want to talk to you about the Chiefs and Ravens game. Mm -hmm. So the Chiefs played the Bills yesterday. Yeah. There's a family that is quite synonymous with NFL at the moment. Mm. And I mean, the Chiefs beat the Bills 27-24. We'll talk about the game in a moment, mm. but there's a certain family and a certain lady that was in a box at the match. Are you a bit over it? I am a bit. <laughs> I'm a bit. I think at the vision yesterday of uh, Travis Kelsey's brother. Yeah, Jason. Jason. Like the shirt off, the character. I was just like, okay, this is a bit, yeah. I don't know. It's a bit It's a bit of a display, isn't it? It is. It's, Do you like it? I mean, he also then goes and, you know, there was a Taylor Swift fan that was, had a sign and was like literally not watching their game most of the time, trying to point the sign to say Taylor Thanks Swift. The cardigan, was that one? Yeah, there's... Oh, I don't know if that was the specific one. Oh, I one. saw a sign saying thanks for Cardigan, which is a song. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Jason then goes down, picks her up, and then lets her meet Taylor Swift in the box. Oh, anyway, but it was just, it was pretty wild that watching... You uh, can't do that once. Yeah. You can't do that once because then every fan is going to hold a sign yeah, why now. Why not me? Why not me? Be like, oh, if I, I don't know. Obviously, she's fine with it. I'd want to I'd hang out and have no one watch me. Yeah. But... I mean, I guess they 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 do it all the time, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, so the Kansas City Chiefs. So Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs get the job done in Buffalo, twenty-seven twenty-four. Now coming to the end of this game, it had been back and forth, offenses dominating the game. Particularly Pat Mahomes in the second half started waltzing down the field, and the Chiefs were scoring quite easily. But the Bills were marching on a final drive down to the two-minute warning. They had the opportunity to get into the end zone. They couldn't do that. So the kicker, Tyler Bass, had a chance to level the game in close to the final stages. The game on the line, he will. 44 yards, Bass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo. Yeah, the most dreaded words in Buffalo indeed. So wide right misses the field goal, which would have tied the score at 27 apiece. And we would have been headed for overtime, I'd imagine, uh, barring a Pat Mahomes masterclass. So some great games in the NFL, but we now have the Lions up against the 49ers and the Chiefs against the Ravens to see who makes the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, from an NFL fan's point of view and a 49ers fan's point of view, last week was torturous. Um, I'm looking forward to next week, but I'm not sure I'll be functional on Monday morning. Mm. Uh, but good viewing. Good viewing nonetheless. We've had plenty of texts coming in this morning, 0457 736 736. A couple on their uh, private plates, personalized yeah. number plates. There's one good one here from the big G. Uh, I have personalized plates. My wife and daughter got them for me for my 50th anniversary a couple of years ago. It's the Panthers plate with my initials and the year I was born. Cheers, the big G. So that's one that I love. Yeah, I love that sentiment. as well. Like the sentimental ones, like another one says, hi guys, my mate and I bought number plates for each other 40 years ago for our 21st birthday. They were only a one-off payment. 
Dougie and Pimot. That's really cool. Mm. Like to have them all the years later and be able to say, it's the personalized plates that are like, particularly like, you not the initials and then there's random numbers. It's when there's like straight out your name and your name's very unique. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. It, there's some cheesy ones out there as yeah. well, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. It, anyway, there's plenty of texts coming in this morning. Please send them in. We've got a couple of double passes to give away to the Sixers Heat game, the Big Bash final tomorrow night. And we'll also talk to Jordan Silk later in the show ahead of that Big Bash final. We'll have BP, Brett Phillips coming on to chat Australian Open as well. Plenty more coming up after the news. Thanks, Vanessa. Welcome back to Summer Brekkie, powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're just waking up, here's some of what's making news. Cricket Australia are investigating an incident involving Glenn Maxwell in which he needed hospitalisation after a night out in Adelaide last week. Sounded like a ripper night. Uh, Usman Khawaja will train with the Aussie team today after he was uh, cleared of that delayed concussion and obviously scans cleared him of the broken jaw, which is fantastic news. The other news out of Aussie camp, Travis Head will join the team in Brisbane today and he may have to play the test match under team isolation protocols after he tested positive to COVID. Uh, Play stopped last night at the Aussie Open uh, during Alexander Zverev's win over Cameron Norrie after a protester got up out of her seat and threw free Palestine leaflets onto the court. In the absence of security intervention, a pair of fans took the matter into their own hands and escorted her from Margaret Court Arena. We might unpack that in a little while. Uh, and a scare through the Brisbane Broncos camp yesterday with Adam Reynolds injured at training and limping off the field. His teammate Xavier Willison was asked about the incident. No, I, I didn't see it. I was out of the draw at the time. But um, I'm, I think it was an ankle, but I don't know. He might just be old. <laughs> <laughs> he might just be old. Uh, the phone lines are open and we have lines available right now. Call us on 1300 01 1170 to have a chat. There's another story that's going around that's uh, NRL clubs heading to Vegas have expressed nervousness over how some players will be able to get in with visas. So this is a story coming from Andrew Webster in the Sydney Morning Herald. So four clubs, the four clubs have expressed concern over several unresolved issues, including the players' visas. This is a really interesting one because you need, so essentially my understanding is you need a working visa. So certainly I do to get into Vegas. So my working visa was submitted two, three months ago, then you, the, the wait at that time for an appointment, because then you have to go into appointment in the embassy, hand your passport over. That wait for the appointment was like 82 days. It is a very long process. And I actually said to someone at the time at one of the clubs, one of the staff members, I said, oh, how'd you guys go with your, your visas? Because I was just assuming everyone was getting working visas. I said, oh, I don't think we need them. I think it's all <laughs> taken care of. And I was thinking... Okay. And they sort of said, oh yeah, uh, I think it's just Nesta. And I was thinking to myself at the time, I don't know if it is. I'm pretty sure like I'm a working visa because of media. I, I, I would think that players, they're, they're working over there essentially. Yeah. But I thought, oh, the NRL's probably, you know, they, they've got all this tied up. And I, I think it's a, it's a big process to get Vegas underway. I trust that the NRL, if anyone can pull all this off, it is Peter Philandis. Yeah. So I'm sure if there are visa issues in there, they will be resolved. But it just goes to sort of show the 
the complication of sending this. And America's not an easy country. We, you know, we think of America as it's not too different to us. It's easy. It's really hard to get into, yeah. especially if you've got any kind of mark against your name, um, almost impossible to get into. Mm. Uh, and essentially, because you are working, it can't be done on an ESTA. An ESTA is like your travel visa. Mm. Mm. So what you're telling me is there could be a few people who were expected to be there just chilling out in Sydney. Well, I mean, I don't. I, I assume it's all going to be resolved. You would hope it's all going to be resolved, but um, it's only five weeks to go. There's not a lot of time to resolve any of these issues. Is mm. This is one of those things where, I mean, the MLC Major League Cricket T20 mm. happened last year for the first time, and we sort of encountered these sort of things with replacement players, where yeah. if someone gets injured. You know, it's unknown. You didn't know that person was going to get injured. Then how can you replace that player? Because they are going to have to work. They need a visa and you can't do it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a difficulty for sports when you're not just an American sport. I mean, they often turn themselves world champions when they win things over there. Yeah. I uh, went but, to the Ashes last year, right? Yeah. We had to fly through San Fran. So I was taking a very strange route to get That to is England. very strange. Very strange, but I'm a bit tight and I picked a cheap ticket. Anyway, so we go through San Fran. I had an Esther. You need an, you need an Esther to go through San Fran. So I wasn't getting out of the airport. But an Esther for reference takes like 20 seconds on your mobile phone. Yeah. I guess the issue with that is, Trent, when you didn't realize till 20 seconds before you're about to board. Ah, yes. And they're telling you. (laughs) So I actually had the Esther because I had been to America. When I went to the Rugby League World Cup, I tacked on a bit of an American trip. Nick, my partner, did not have the Esther. So I said, like, God bless. Good luck. See ya. Uh, Not missing the ashes for you. (laughs) He got it with 15 minutes because you apply online. He got it literally 15 minutes before we had to board. And only because he is so anal about us being at the airport eight hours before you need to fly out. Well, in this if case, we were, justified. <laughs> if we were running on my timeline. Uh, Rooster Man says, it's Esther. You can work on an Esther. No, you can't work on an Esther. There you go. You can't. You, you need a working visa. I always say to people when they ask me, what's working with Jaleesa like? Well, you know what? You learn something every day. Yep. It might be about life. In this case, it's yep. about travel. Uh, if you go into the States, get ahead of it. Yeah. Because you need a working visa. Yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, don't try and just get slip in there. <laughs> uh, Eighty-two days as well. It's not, uh, and uh, no doubt that's deliberate, so that people can't just make, you know, spur of the moment trips to the US for security reasons, making sure that people yeah. who come there have a legitimate reason. You but can, it's still, it's. You can get emergency appointments, but uh, in terms of working, they're still weeks long. They're not. You can come in tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. There's, oh, anyway, it'll be interesting. Well, let's get on Volandis' watch because if there's something that needs to be fixed, generally he jumps in and fixes it. Yeah. Uh, we've had plenty of texts coming in. 0457 736 736 is the Edgewater Homes text line. Uh, morning Immortals, anyone would need a drink or eight to get through six and out gig? Iron Bronco, that's harsh, but Ooh. fair enough. Andy, uh, we all have that one mate who can't handle his alcohol. Who's mate is Glenn? Well, he's got a few mates in the cricket environment. Uh, uh, and I understand that it was the whole, basically the entire Australian cricket team went out to that gig after they had won the match on their way to go and do other celebrations. Mm-hmm. So he did have a few mates there. Can I just correct myself? I actually just Googled Rooster Man. Sorry, I just 
I, Ooh, you actually, there are some circumstances where you can work on it, Esther. Right. So maybe, maybe there's like a... What's the proviso there? Well, it says if there's a car... Oh God, it all gets a bit legal, doesn't it? But uh, if the company you're working for is outside of the US, so maybe if they're doing no other work... And they're working for the NRL, which just is an for Australian the NRL, business. Maybe they are, can get through an Esther. So I apologize for Easter man. I didn't think... So maybe you've Esther. gone through all this Maybe I've got... No, I no did reason. need a... I needed a media... Media mm. pass. So a media like, I don't know. I don't know why, but they don't, they, you got to go through media anyway. Um, but maybe they, so maybe it is just an Esther and there's just like cl- clarification needed. Yeah. And what players. Cause on like, arrival yeah. or something or they've got an agreement. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, thanks for pointing that out, Rooster Man, cause I thought you couldn't work on an Esther at all. Yeah, I, I have very little knowledge of the subject. I've only ever gone to America for holidays, and yeah. that's probably all I'll ever go there for. Mm, mm, anyway, well, look, it, you know, we discover things on this program. We make mistakes. We and you've just corrected yourself within less than five minutes. Yeah. Well done. Well, well done, Rooster Man. Man uh, <laughs> the, the text line is lighting up this morning. There's lots of sport to talk about. Plenty more coming up after the break. It is Summer Brecky here. Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps with you. Summer Brecky is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. SEN, there is so much sport to cover throughout the day and overnight, there's been so much news to get through. But in cricket, we've already spoken about the Big Bash. Mm. There was some news yesterday, Jaleesa, that Big Bash sensation Jake Fraser McGurk is on the verge of an international debut after he was called into the Australian ODI squad as the replacement for Glenn Maxwell, yep. who's obviously been rested. There's a bit going on there. Uh, and Queensland seamer Xavier Bartlett has also been added to the squad. Now, he was outstanding for the Brisbane Heat in mm. getting to the final, and he's been rewarded after many years of playing his trade for Queensland and the Brisbane Heat with a new ball. So interesting young cats on the scene there for Australia, uh, particularly Jake Fraser McGurk, well, he's not a cat. He's nicknamed the Rooster. Um, But he is now playing in the IL-20, ILT-20 over in Dubai and and killing it. So he's had quite the meteoric rise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Other news too, Travis had COVID. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll have to – you keep thinking we're past the old COVID, but (laughs) there's still protocols, and so he'll arrive actually late to Brisbane. Yeah, and I think even at the height of COVID, there was protocols in place that would allow players to play and have protocols in place so that they didn't come into contact. They're sort of doing the air high fives to people, sort of staying away from teammates whilst on the field, separate change rooms. So I think in this current state that we're in, there's absolutely no danger that Travis Head misses a test match. No, I guess he just can't be with this side in the the lead-in. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would imagine that he's sort of, you know, you're in your own hotel room. You're not sharing rooms anymore in this day and age. So I think it's a relatively safe one for Australia in terms of playing the test match. Now, the text line 0457 736 736. We've been tackling all the big issues here today, mm. uh, how to get into America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's been some interesting texts coming in in that regard. Yeah. Uh, Andy, the best tip I ever got about flying to the USA, fly to Hawaii clear customs, and then fly to mainland domestic. Why are they less, I don't understand. Well, I'm assuming they're, you know, less, uh, they're a bit more relaxed. 
they're a bit more relaxed in terms of their airport protocols right. potentially. Okay. And then you can fly on a domestic flight where you don't need to clear customs I going don't know. into the States. Do we want to be giving tips out <laughs> to be how to get people in the country? Yeah, if you're dodgy, if you're, how to yeah, get in the States? Yeah. Uh, maybe just get the visa. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know. It's yeah. Just, I'm a bit of a – you're one of those people that like I get really scared at airports. Like I'm, I'm really like, have I? Let's like, unpack that. Like for a I really, no, I'm not. I really study the customs form and okay. go, have I bought in? You know, like I really think about it. Oh, as in the stuff you got in your yeah, luggage? Yeah, and... like I'm like, I don't. Did I leave a bit of fruit in? I don't know. You know, I've, wow. been, I've been eaten fruit in ten years, but. <laughs> <laughs> So when you say scared at airports, is that confined to your own space or are you scared of other things like other people, planes? No, I'm scared of the, 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 Im, like the immigration. Customs. Yeah, customs. I'm scared. I'm, they've got me nervous. So when you walk through security, you're like, oh I'm God, freaking, oh God, oh God. I'm freaking. I'm like, what is, what is, <laughs> I've done nothing wrong. It's the same as like, you know, when you get pulled over by a police officer. Yeah. I hear like the last cop I got pulled over by, I handed them my phone instead of my license. <laughs> And then she was like, no, you're licensed lover. Really like, calm under pressure. You're really good <laughs> under pressure, guys. <laughs> uh, there's some other ones here about, uh, so players that might have had some prior history with, uh, in this instance, the hedgehog, hedgehog talking about how, how does Reese Walsh get into the mm. States with that cocaine charge on his record? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Because that's the thing. There's a lot of, like, like it is really strict into getting into the US with mm. I guess maybe all these, maybe there are exemptions all happening in the background. You would have to think. You'd have to think. Like yeah. it would be disastrous for the NF, the NRL, sorry, I, sure to not have Reese Walsh playing in this match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they've thought of all these things. Like, you know, oh, it, it hasn't come about, like, it's not like Vegas has come. This has been a plan like a year in the making. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, J.A., after yesterday's revelation, I thought you'd have a number plate, <laughs> something along the lines of salty or soy sauce from the Iron Bronco. Who loves the beef stock cubes? So we had this discussion yesterday. Um, I actually don't know how it came up, but I drink soy sauce because I love the salt. Wow. Do you, like, are you a salt? Do you like salt? I like salt. Yeah. I love. Umami, they call it, don't they? Mm-hmm. The umami flavors throughout. Food and things yeah, like that. Right. Okay. I'm not as cultured as you. I just call it. Salt, oh, no, but, um, All good. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I drink soy sauce. And so then, straight out of the bottle. Yeah. And then he texted me and was like, "What about the stock cubes?" And I was like, mm, "Yum, a little oh. stock cube snack. <laughs> Delish." I'm just missing so much in life. You know, that's the other thing that I, you know, when people ask me, "What are you doing when you work with Jaleesa?" Yeah, yeah I actually think there's, you know. Housemates that are named Manus. Manus, yeah. Know. He's gone missing again. He's off gladiators, I reckon. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> we had a text come in from Crisco saying, I watched gladiators last night. Oh. It was a tough watch. I haven't been forced to watch gladiators since um, opening night. the opening night because there's been tennis and things and big bash on that is thankfully it's distracted <laughs> the other person in my household. From me watching Gladiators. Uh, Tradies news in a nutshell this morning, Dan. Uh, How was that? And I believe you've been watching Uh, Gladiators. I've watched the first couple of episodes of Gladiators. First one, I watched the whole one. The second one, I skipped through and finished within about 15 minutes. It's (laughs) not the greatest, no. 
So we've got Matty Russell on the call, I believe. He's very good. Yeah. He's excellent. He's excellent. I, so I didn't know until, because I've only watched that first episode, I didn't know until you said that. Yeah, very good. Now I'll have to go and watch another episode. And can listening. you confirm the prizes, the prize on, on offer? Well, it's to become a Gladiator next series, if there is to be a next series. Are we happy with that? Is that enough it's of a lure? It's quite physical. Like, I have to say, it's a lot more physical than I thought it would be. So I'd want a bit of cash. <laughs> Let's unpack that a little more, shall we? 0457 736 736. Tell us, would you be happy to be a gladiator next year? Summer Brecky here on SEN. Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps with you. It's the 23rd of January, 2024. And Jaleesa, as you do so well, you've gone and done the research. Mm. What is topical for on this day? In 1983, the A-Team debuted on American television. You a fan of the A-Team? No. No, I've never watched it either. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) On this day in 2020, China locked down the city of Wuhan in a bid to stop the spread of a mystery new virus. Wild that was four years ago. Yeah, that... It really it fe- feels like it's up in my face still. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it? It feels like you're still sort of coming out of it. Australian actor Richard Roxburgh was born on this day in 1962. Happy 67, uh, 62, Berta, sorry. I've just aged him a little bit there. He actually played Roger Rogerson in the hit TV series Blue Murder. Roger, this is Warren Lampranchi. Rogerson. Hello, Warren. Let's get him around the corner. Warren Land Franchi was born in the wrong time. He was more suited to the Roaring Twenties. He wanted everything he could get out of life. The only mistake was he wanted it all at once. Robbie Farah's 40 today. He was born on this day in 1984. That doesn't feel, he doesn't feel 40 to me. Yeah. I was actually looking at a picture of him on Big League yesterday. I don't know, I was just Googling things. But (laughs) (laughs) it was Tigers related, anyway, of him and Benji on the cover of Big League. And I was like, God, they just look such like babies. And Pointer Sisters uh, singer Anita Pointer was born on this day in 1948. There you go. That's on this day. If you're listening through SENQ, 6.93am in Brisbane, we now say goodbye. Pat and Heels are up next. And if you're listening through SEN 11.70am here in Sydney, Plenty more to come, including Jordan Silk straight after the news, which comes up next.